Welcome to the Start Up to Something podcast. I'm Mark. And I'm Matt. This is our weekly update where we share the ups and downs of building and growing our bootstrapped online businesses. And sometimes we ramble on about tech. Hello, Mark. Hello, Matt. What's up? Good. <laughs> yeah, just good. I was going to make a bad dad joke, but no. Dad jokes, welcome. <laughs> yeah, things are good. Good. How's your week? Did you get into any trouble? Uh, no, it's going. It's going well. Good. Yeah, yeah. I feel. Uh, yeah, I don't know when things just they they just work, <laughs> <laughs> right? Like, I mean, my goal was like really, I I really want to start outsourcing. So then. I can move on to the content, like I not not the content, but I want to move on to working on the product. Sure. Like, there's so many new things I want to add, and I also want to work on on member row. Mm-hmm. So it's like if I can get this stuff outsourced and moving without me, then you know, then I can move on. Mm-hmm. And yeah, everything's working. Like in the end, audience ops like followed up. Okay. Um. Because if you recall, like I reached out to them, we had a call, and then I realized they had increased their prices since since I had looked at the site right. and we had the call. And so then when they reached they raised their prices like sixty percent, I was like, no, 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 like I got to rethink this, and I just mm-hmm. started to think about how I could just do it myself. And mm-hmm. but in the end, they reached back and they said, oh, okay, we we can make an exception, like. You know, we'll give you the last year's price for for one year. Okay. So I was like, "Oh, okay. That <laughs> that that changes everything." <laughs> nice. So yeah. So so I did it. Very good. Yeah. So yeah. So gonna. Um, so I, I I signed up for it, and now the my once they assign the content manager, they will uh, they will reach out and we'll get the ball rolling. Fantastic. Yeah. So yeah, so that's great. And um, so yeah, so be- so because they will be blogging on my behalf, I needed to have a blog. I decided to go with Webflow for obvious reasons. Uh, and yeah, the site is all, is all, it's not, a, I wouldn't call it a redesign, but because uh, I didn't want to have to like do a huge redesign and then have to redesign the app to match the design of the landing oh, pages. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, it's not just redesign, right? It's an, oh, now I need new copy for the pages and, okay. and the new assets, like new images, new diagrams. And mm. it's like, no, no, this is getting too big. I, right. Let's just reproduce the look that I have now into Webflow and then I can have a blog. And, right. And yeah, it's, it's, uh, I, w- I wanted to deploy it this weekend, but there was just a few things that, w- that were still not finished on it. Okay. Uh, so I worked on that yesterday and I think, yeah, I think it's ready. The, I mean, the big problem is the, the switch over, right? Like, like you have to yeah. play around in the DNS and that's never instant. So, so yeah, that's the tricky part. That's why I wanted to do it on the weekends when there's fewer people using the site. But yeah, that's that's doing well. That's that's going well. Um, and I even when I was talking to a customer, um, I had helped them build a job board. Oh, okay. yeah, like, and they had questions. Well, how did like because I had showed them my demo where I I built a job board by yeah. by just cloning JetBoost's clonable and you know adding Airtable to it and Power Importer and sure. So they had a question about, well, how do you, like, how does the form work to collect jobs? So then I sent them my actual form from Airtable, right? To show them an example of how to do it. And she, she reached back to me like last week saying, Oh, by the way, like I, I got it all to, I got it all working. You know, it was great. Thanks a lot. Sweet. So then I went and checked it out and it's like, wow, this, this site's really cool. <laughs> so like I reached out to her and said, would you be open to like, to do like a showcase of your site, and she said yes. Sick. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it was like, it was like perfect, great. So now I got, I'm gonna have some content even to, 
to produce myself before audience ops is actually ready to start producing content. Yeah, totally. Awesome. Yeah. So that's, yeah, that's going well. I mean, of, of course, that's going to take some of my time, but, uh, sure. but it, but it's going to be fun. It's going to be, you know, I'm going to do a call, interview them, mm-hmm. and I'm going to try to find a really simple way to turn it into a blog post. Mm-hmm. Either like automatically have it transcribed and then get someone to do the editing. Mm-hmm. That's stellar. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> so yeah, that's what I mean. Everything's falling into place. It feels great. Damn, you had a great week. Yeah. <laughs> I'm jealous. Yeah. Otherwise, I've also been working a lot on Twitter. Okay. So, so yeah, so I, I'm doing this, this one experiment on Twitter where I took the Power Importer Twitter account because I have, you know, I have Judo Hacker, which is like my, mm-hmm. my, oh, I'd say my personal account, but it's really more of a personal brand account. Sure. It's like, you know, Mark the Indie Hacker account mm. where I, I'm building in public. Um, and then I had the, the Power Importer account, which was, you know, the Power Importer logo. And, and of course on Twitter, like brand accounts never do as well as personal accounts. Yeah. They're usually just, you DM them when something's broken. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> or you at mention them when like, yeah, when you, when you're referring them to someone else or something like that, right? Yeah. Which I guess is fine. Like a lot of people just do it that way. If you look like at Banner Bear, like I think Banner Bear has like 3,000 followers, but John like has like, who knows, like tens of thousands at least. Yeah. 35,000 maybe like mm-hmm. or 40,000. You know, it's always like a, a few orders of magnitude mm-hmm. bigger. And, and yeah, and I see the pattern before a bunch of other like solo entrepreneurs. Their personal account is huge and then the actual business account is tiny. So I decided to rebrand the business account and I put my face on it, you know, and my name. Um, and then, yeah, and then I tried to like to be more active with it, to f- follow more people and, and sure enough, like, I get a lot more of people following me back when I follow them, hmm. but I might have went a little too aggressive, and then I got banned. <laughs> oh shit! Yeah, it's just a temporary ban that Twitter does once in a while. Like, you you follow too many people, and then they say uh, you're following too many people. You're you oh. get a timeout for three days. <laughs> so you you were just like, oh, people are mentioning no code. I'm going to follow them. Yeah, exactly. Okay, and and sure enough, like. You know, I, I was getting maybe fifteen to twenty percent follow back, hmm. uh, but then yeah, I got <laughs> I got banned. <laughs> but but it was working. It was definitely growing more easily than before when I tried to do that before. Right. Before like I'd follow people and it was like crickets, like okay. no one would follow back. Hmm. Yeah, and being being more active because then but then I'm also very active with Judo Hacker, or at least I'm trying to be. Mm-hmm. And since I've been more active, I've seen signups have gone up. Mm. Yeah. So like direct traffic is for some reason that that's the only way that Twitter traffic seems to appear on my site. Mm. Like it just appears as direct traffic, but uh, like, it, it, like it doesn't put a refer header or anything. Like yeah, that? no, exactly. I don't seem to ever get like t.co as the refer. Hmm. But, uh, but, Anyways, direct, like, it's pretty consistent. Whenever I'm active on Twitter, direct traffic goes up. And when I'm not, it, uh, it stays stable. Okay. So, but, I mean, I've, I've been more active since December and direct traffic's gone up 250%. <sighs> yeah. Which, Jesus. Which is, which is hard because I really, <laughs> I, I don't enjoy it. <laughs> yeah. I really don't enjoy being active on Twitter. I mean, man, this is like, I'm just thinking for returns like that were returns, like for that much traffic, if you had a pretty good understanding of your conversion rate, could you just be like, all right, I want to pay somebody to do this for me, to sit on Twitter and manage these things in these ways. And I mean, I guess, I guess. I mean, that's one of the things that audience ops is going to do is when they write a blog post, they will schedule, I think. 10 tweets in your buffer. Okay. 
I, the reason I bring that up is like whether it makes sense or not, like if it's that good of an acquisition channel, I mean, like you could afford to, to conceivably pay quite a lot of money to have somebody doing this like fucking consistently. I guess. Would deliver real results. I mean, that, I agree with you, like whether it, you know, it's the right thing to do or not. I'm not sure. I mean, like one thing I did do is I, I found this service called Tweet Hunter mm. and they, they basically have a catalog of tweets that did well, like that got lots of likes and retweets. Mm-hmm. And you can search through this catalog. Apparently it uses AI to find these tweets. Whatever. Really? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Rooms full of people. <laughs> so, yeah. So the, the idea is that you, you know, you look through this catalog and they'll even allow you to use AI to rewrite the tweets. So they'll like okay. rephrase them. So to make them more. To make them unique. And then th- the idea is that you, they have their own buffer. So you can just fill up, fill up this queue and then, mm-hmm. but I don't know. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't like it. Like, <laughs> first of all, like I had, I, I, I had a hard time finding tweets that, that I really could write us myself. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like you, I, I'm sure you've seen the style of tweet. Like it's, it's, it's just this like the, this like timbits of wisdom, right? Like random wisdom that people just keep tweeting. Like it's like always be shipping. Yeah, like. exactly. It's like <laughs> I've just or like yeah, like like they sound philosophical, but or you know, like they'll come from this like this entrepreneur like that has no no history of ever hmm. you know building a successful startup, and they're talking like they know. <laughs> They know the wisdom behind it, right? It's like, yeah. talk to your customers. And it's like, yeah, I've heard that advice, but like, why are you giving it? Like, <laughs> you haven't built anything. Like, mm. maybe you should go talk to customers instead of tweeting. <laughs> right. I don't know. I feel so phony. I don't know. So I, I, I gave it a try. I didn't even find any ideas, but I was there. Oh, but at least I have a queue. So I, I queued up a few tweet ideas that I got. They actually did pretty well, but, uh, but yeah, I very quickly ran out of steam. Like okay. the tool itself wasn't helping me find ideas. Mm-hmm. So really I was just using the queue. And then I realized, well, because I was on a seven day free trial, it was like, well, for this price, I may as well just pay for buffer. To, mm-hmm. If I, if all I'm going to use is the queue, like, yeah. So yeah, so I canceled the free trial and. Okay. But, uh, yeah, it just felt so phony and I just couldn't do it. <laughs> Fair enough. Well, you tried the experiment. It might not exactly. have been a success, but. Right. But that's it. I mean, I definitely, I'm seeing how Twitter is important for, for this market. Mm-hmm. So I just have to find a way to be active on it that doesn't feel phony, that doesn't take up all my time, mm-hmm. that doesn't mess with my mental health. Mm-hmm. And yeah. And I can still do it and and still have energy and mental focus to work on the product. I mean, I would love to be like Peter Levels, like to be, to have multiple businesses to be working on and be active on Twitter at the same time. Like, but I don't know. I, I don't, I don't seem to be able to do it. I don't know how he does it. Yeah. I wonder what his outlook on Twitter is. Like, cause he, he is so active on it. Like it's like nonstop. Mm. And he doesn't seem to be using buffer or anything. Yeah, like after his, like after his interview, his recent interview on Indie Hackers, and I've seen other talks from him in the past. He's just one of those people to me that that is so. It's like the only thing that he knows in his life is that. What he believes, like he, like the conviction that he has in his own beliefs, is what is the is what really matters. Like he's open to, I think, like I'm sure he's open to having his mind changed, but I think on the most part, it's like how he feels about everything is the north star. And so it's like he doesn't feel a problem putting himself out there because he's like, no, because my beliefs are what matter here. What it's what I want that matters, and you can disagree with him all day. And he's like, that's great. Like, eh, people really don't like this. That's too bad. Like, 
It's like, yeah. I like it, and that's enough. It's just, I, I don't know where that fucking comes from. I wish I had it. But. And I'm, I think he enjoys it too, right? Like, he loves the fact that he that he doesn't use Git, that he use, he has a single PHP file, and people keep telling him he's doing it wrong. Like, he just loves it. Like, he, yeah, I mean, he, like, he is an opinionated guy, and I think he likes to stir the pot, for sure. Like, you don't like it? Come at me. I don't give a shit. Like, I make more money than you. Like, it just, I don't know. Like, I'm more successful. It, I don't know. It, it's very funny to watch him go. Yeah. <laughs> but that's it. I think the difference is that he, he enjoys it. Yeah. And me, like, I, I don't know. I never come back from, from Twitter with like, wow, that was fun. Like, yeah, same. I'm just, so yeah. I'm like, oh, oh, oh. Like rage quitting it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Fuck this thing. Yeah. Just, rage ugh. close the tab and go back to, to do something else. And then you get this damn, like, poll that, oh, did anybody like what I tweeted? I need to go check. Mm. And I hate, I hate that. Like, that just. Yeah. Am I getting acknowledged? Yeah. Am I being accepted? Yeah. That's, that's my biggest problem. My biggest problem with it is mental health. Yeah, it's funny, like, um, one of the things I realized lately is I'm, I've been afraid to engage with people online. Like, it's funny, like, I'm so much better in person, um, getting people on calls and talking with people there. But I've been, like, I'm, like, afraid of the anonymity of people online. So one of the things I'm trying to do is I'm just trying to post something online every day, something small. Even if it's like, good job or fucking whatever, right? It doesn't matter. It's just like write words and put them online so that people will like, so that people have people see them. It doesn't matter if they upvote, downvote, or call me a, a bad name. Like the whole point is just putting, like get get used to hitting a couple keys and hitting enter. Like that's it. Um, it's funny and I'm doing this. I'm like, oh, I, I sent somebody a smiley face. Did I get an upvote? <laughs> Did I get a like, right? Like it's, right. it's does, silly. Does but like? Does he like my emoji? Yeah. <laughs> Which is I so know. silly, but <laughs> I mean, at some point, like, I don't know, I'm hoping that, <laughs> I'm hoping by stretching this muscle, I'll care less and less over time. Maybe that's it. Maybe you need to reach the, the fuck you money level, like that Peter Levels has. <laughs> you don't get, or like, or uh, Elon Musk, like you just don't give a shit what people say or, yeah. or think. Maybe. I, I don't know. But, uh, no, I think, I think you also have to, I mean, I'm very much an introvert. So like, I don't really, I don't really enjoy the attention. I don't enjoy the, hmm. I think that'd be the, the main difference. Sure. Like some people just, they just love trolls. Like trolls are funny. They, Eat them for I, breakfast. Man, I wish. I I wish I was like that. I'm so scared of trolls. They right, scare the exactly. shit out of me. They'll ruin my day. I don't want I don't wanna I don't want anything to do with a troll. It's such a shame because like I think you have so much to share. Like you've got so much great experience and 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 like experiments, things you've tried, things that have worked, things that don't. Like I think you have like so much to say. Uh, it's kind of, it's almost it's a shame you're an introvert. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I mean, thanks, but I mean that's this is what the podcast is. It's it's, it's an opportunity to share stuff. But mm. I mean, that's it. Maybe you're right. I just need to hire someone to listen to the podcast. <laughs> if I say anything that's worth tweeting, tweet it. At <laughs> mm. a at uh, a friend who I met through Indie Hackers, uh, who his name's Jake. And he runs a company called Lead Cookie. It's like lead generation through LinkedIn. But he also had another company, has another company called uh, Content Allies. And they do this kind of thing. So it'll be like, they will interview you and you're a subject matter expert in something. And they interview you and they put together like this big corpus of knowledge. And then they help you take that knowledge and turn it into content that you can, uh, that you can repurpose. So maybe it's a blog, maybe it's tweets, whatever it is, but they kind of find that thread and they pull on that thread and they're, they're apparently they're very good at it. Okay. Um, but it, it's that same kind of thing of just like brain dump and we'll take care of the rest and ask you for approval uh, before we post it. 
But yeah, it seems like a very useful yeah. I, uh, I once, service for someone like you. I once had an idea like that for a service. When I was making the videos for, for Power Importer, mm-hmm. like making those demos, like I was like, if someone could just take this video and <laughs> turn it into a blog post, right? Yeah. So like take a few screenshots of the few frames and what I was saying at that moment. And mm-hmm. of course, you, you need to be an editor. Like you need to change the wording. You don't want to write it as I was saying it. But uh, yeah, if someone could just take a video, turn it to a blog post, and then maybe then turning that into three different tweets or a tweet thread. And... Man, so like, <clears throat> this very much reminds me of this this uh, this business that I would love to have. Well, I'd love to have it, but I'd love to start a business like this, and it must exist. But like when I worked, when I used to work for my old company. There was an integration, so there, there was this whole underwriting process, and uh, you know we had all sorts of automation around the the, uh, the the underwriting process. So one of the things that we would call, one of these services we would call, is the most genius shit I've ever heard of, and it was called like employment verification. And literally, what it did was, you would take like a person's name. They're like date of birth, a few, you know, a few things, a few attributes about them. And you bundle it up and you make an API call to, <laughs> to, to employment verification. And it sends you back like 202 created or whatever. And, uh, and you give them a callback URL. And literally what would happen is they would receive this payload and it like prints a sheet of paper off and that falls into a person's to-do list (laughs) and they literally are just like matt says that he works for xyz corp i call xyz corp and say hey does matt gale work for you yeah okay this is it perfect thanks they hang up the phone they type in yes matt works here hit enter and then it calls back the company and says yes matt works there and wow. that's the whole thing. That's the whole service. And you, you pay per call, you, or you you pay per uh, yeah per per um, investigation per investigation. <laughs> right. It's fucking genius. It's wow. so smart. And yeah. it's just like, be, how cool would it be to be like, oh yeah, like I have, um, I, I don't know, like I do online transcription, and I. And it's like I receive an audio file or a transcription, and literally all that all it does is it drops it into a human's lap. They read it, and they're like, "Okay, it's three paragraphs and paragraph like this sentence in paragraph two doesn't make sense. Uh, I'm going to do like the fastest edit possible and just return it back to you, and like that's it." To just like enable a service like this. Yeah, exactly. You like you know like we we host the podcast on transistor. If you could just connect to Transistor and you queue up, you queue up an episode like that will be published tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Between the time you queue it up and the time it's published, they they download it, they transcribe it, they mm-hmm. they you know queue up some tweet threads about it. And mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's the it's the dissection of like it, it's really interesting there to think about like because transcriptions are only okay. Like I, I've read a few transcriptions and they do fine. Um, but not fine enough that if you were going to take it and digest it into other content for it to be um, consumable or like, like, you know, if you're going to take a podcast and boil it down into a couple tweets, um, that feels like it needs to be a, a human effort. Yeah. But yeah, it's, it's so interesting to think about like API-ifying a person. It's like, oh yeah, there's just one. It's, it's a very much that productized service of just like, I can literally take the input to this process is like a couple fields or some text. No, no, it's a great, it's a great model. Like I'm sure you could brainstorm so many ideas for it. I, yeah, I, (laughs) I gave it a try last week. Um, But yeah, we'll, we'll get to that. Well, let's, let's get to it. You want to get to it? (laughs) Yeah, let's hear your stuff. Yeah. Okay. So, um, (laughs) so I I had a talk a few weeks ago with a friend of mine who I, I was just kind of saying, you know, I'm not feeling very creative. And I think the reality with this is, you know, I'm still trapped in my home <laughs> from COVID, etc. Yep. So uh, I'm not going to different places. I'm not changing my environment, which, you know, now that in hindsight, now that I see it, I'm thinking, yeah, that's probably a bit of a downer. The only time I go outside is to let my dog out. So um, he suggested you should go to the library. 
I love the library. Library is great. So, and the library is open, which is the most important part. So I was like, okay, cool. So last week, um, I decided to go to the library nearby and I spent four or five hours there. No screens, just went with my notebook and, and, uh, and journaled and thought and that kind of thing. And really what I was coming up with was like, okay, I'm in a creative rut. How can I do more, uh, idea generation, but around like constraints and criteria, so like, what kind of business do I want to run? You know, I don't want to like, I love ice cream, but I don't want to start an ice cream stand. Right. <laughs> what are the kinds of things that, that really matter to me? So I sat down to kind of brainstorm, not, ne- not even necessarily ideas, but paths, just anything that I can begin pursuing. So uh, what I kind of came up with was hit a few kind of core tenets of, so um, I need to find people who are motivated to solve their problems. And I know that's like an easy thing to say, like, well, duh. But like, I watched this interesting Y Combinator video the other day and it was around like, should you follow your passion? Should you follow your passion to, to make something? And I watched it and it was so insightful because really what they were saying was they kind of defined like, what do you do as a, for a passion? But a lot of the, but they were saying like, that's kind of not the point. Like when you, we use passion as a, like, as an allegory for like, oh, I'm doing this despite not getting paid, but I really enjoy it. But he was like, do you know what's the, the person who was hosting this talk or whatever was like, do you know what really helps, uh, like counteract whether or not you have passion for something, something working, <laughs> momentum, <laughs> numbers going up revenue like literally all of this stuff and he's like the reality is that like because most people never get momentum they never know that they think they have to lean on a passion because it's so difficult to get going but the reality is once you get going you actually care about watching this number go up right so i was like oh that's a really good point like here i am thinking like i'm trying to think like what are all of my interests like i like lego can i make a something about lego like no that's not really it like it turns out maybe what's more important is fine is this motivated people thing because like that's how all my freelancing has done like i find people who are dying to solve this problem and they're like i'm willing to pay matt a quite a sum of money to pay to work by the hour to fix this problem for me and it's like i need to find more people like that so i'm thinking like okay well how do i do that and in the past it's been through connecting with people like the meetup uh, to the Indie Hackers meetup um, and just going to more meetups, just connecting with people. So I'm trying to find ways of connecting more with people. I think it's really hard right now. There, there are still right. ways to do it, like through Indie Worldwide and other um, other online meetups and just like matchmaking services. Um, but yeah, just connecting with as many people as I can to find those motivated people and ask them about their problems. Um, so what I... Where I went from there was, okay, well, like, how can I begin, like, okay, so I've got a few things going for me. I've got the internet, I've got, like, my immediate network and that sort of thing. So I kind of started to do some, like, idea generation, some brainstorming of things. And this API kind of thing was like, oh, man, that is so freaking cool. Like, how can I... (laughs) How can I think about like a productized service or something like that? That I mean, in their case, they were able to like, I mean, that's, that's an outsourced business. There's somebody in the lowest possible cost center who speaks the language of the companies you would call that they would pay to like do this and input a few things into a computer. But I'm just thinking like, you know, how could I, what would be something along those lines? I haven't come up with anything. Uh, I'm, I'm constantly evaluating that, but uh, you know, what kind of goes hand in hand with this like library experience I had was um, my maker time. So, you know, before Christmas, uh, I was doing a lot of freelancing. And even now, like I'm a little overbooked on freelancing. Like I'm, I have to work quite a lot. Um, so, but I think I've got it arranged so that I can work every morning from like 8.30 to 12.30, something in there. And I can still fulfill all of my freelancing duties in the afternoon so i can wake up i can drink my coffee and i can pay myself first nice so uh, i've moved like every meeting i can (laughs) to like one day a week so it's like um every other week i'm going to have like tons of meetings and i'll do some admin 
um, like on a Wednesday, but I'm trying to move everything to just like one single day a week so I can get undisturbed focus time. Um, and the nice thing is like, you know, people are receptive to moving things and people are also very flexible, which is great. Um, so this week I've been spending my mornings, uh, and last week as well, um, spending my mornings on the internet, trying to find people, (laughs) trying to find motivated people who are motivated to solve their problems. So where I'm at right now is, um, it's really easy to just like scroll on the, on Reddit and be like, Oh, look, I'm an entrepreneur. Look at me, <laughs> like mining for pain. I'm right? doing like research. <laughs> look at all this research I'm doing, uh, which is like bullshit, right? Like you, <laughs> it's, uh, well, I mean, whether it's not, it's whether or not it's bullshit, it's nice to have momentum and to be like, all right, like what did I just get out of this session? Um, so where I've started is I'm trying to come out every session and say like, all right, I need a clear takeaway at the end. And right now things are pretty amorphous. So really, I'm just thinking like, what way is the wind blowing? What am I learning today about what people are trying to do? And making notes of just like, oh, people are trying to do X or Y with Notion or Webflow. Um, I'm not constraining my, I'm not constraining myself to a specific topic. I really am just kind of out there like, who's talking about the pain that they're in? And I want to find the most vocal people and I want to find the most motivated people. So right now I, I dug into no code because I had spent some time doing that in the past and I know where a bunch of these watering holes are. So I just kind of went out and started looking at things. So um, I spent a bunch of time with Notion because Notion is such a hot, hot commodity. So I was looking to see like, oh, what, what are people doing with Notion? So I did a deep dive on templates and like what people are doing for their templates. Are they publicizing them? Are they selling them? What types of templates? Like, oh, there's to-do templates and holiday planning templates. And like, a random one that I found is personal finance. Um, I use YNAB, you need a budget, and I love it, it's great. So in my mind, it's like if you're not using YNAB or Mint or something like that and you're doing it manually, I'm like, Jesus, like that's super painful. <laughs> but like I listened to My First Million and Sam Parr uh, uses a, a, like a random Excel, uh, or not Excel, uh, Google Sheets plugin that he signed in with Plaid or whatever, and it just pulls his his uh, transaction information and sticks it into a sheet. So I was like, oh, but I mean, like, you know, so it, it, people are doing this. It, there's like the DIY, I'm calling it, like the DIY personal finance. Um, and there's a, I don't know how many there are, but there's definitely people who are using Notion and Airtable and Google Sheets to manage their personal finance. Um, so, and I watched a few YouTube videos of people who are like, I built this operating system for, for personal finance in Notion. Let me show you how I use it. And I watched the screen grab and they're like, every time I, I, I make a purchase, I go in here and I enter it. And I'm like, oh, Jesus, kill me. That's horrible. <laughs> Why would you do that? So, um, at least one thing that I've noticed is that people doing personal finance on Notion exists. No idea how many there are, but they exist. And so I've been doing some searching and there's a couple of products for Airtable that basic, they're all the same, basically, just you sign in with, uh, they connect a plaid on your behalf and they pull your data and they dump it into Airtable. Um, so I, I've seen a couple of these products, um, and people mentioning them in Reddit threads and that kind of thing. Um, and there's a couple of people who are like, hell yeah, this is great. This is exactly what I want. And now granted these apps are charging like, seven dollars a month or something like it's like Uh, brutal but um but it's interesting to think like there's a stream of data uh like personal um personal that you know personal finance data you know data about something and it's over here and i want it over here like there's the way data moves um and the way that people want it people want things the way that they want them so, um, I don't know. It's just one thing that I noted. Don't know how big the market is. It's like, the, it's like a niche of a niche of a niche. So there's like probably 30 people that are actually yeah. doing this. And but, I think, I think DIY people are cheap too, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, I, yeah, like whether or not like it's a viable market, I have no idea, but at least now I'm like, it kind of felt like a win to just be right. like, Oh, I found people who are doing a thing that is so horrible that like they definitely should automate that and they're not right um and now i don't know if i'm going to build any products for these people 
But for example, the guy who, who wrote the, uh, Google Sheets add-in, uh, on the Google store or whatever, he's like thousands of reviews. I don't know how many customers he has, but it must be a lot. Um, so either way, I'm looking at that and like, oh, it's very interesting. Like maybe there's like a, there's like a no code hub for financial data. I don't know. Spitballing, but, um, but already I see one thing. So it's like, okay, cool. So now what I'm doing is I'm trying to maintain a queue of interesting things that I found. So I'm digging in with no code, um, digging in with, so like, oh, what are people dealing with on Airtable? Seeing a lot of complaints about rich text fields. What are people doing on Webflow? Also seeing annoyance about rich text fields and other things. Um, and I'm just trying to put in, um, put more things into my queue of, all right, well, how can I explore the graph of problems that people have, uh, have expressed? And, so, yeah. then you, and then you move on to another watering hole? Or yeah, like- so I'm just kind of like, uh, I'm building out my list of watering holes of like, oh, people over here are talking about Airtable. People over here are talking about no code in general. And then trying to surf around and figure out like, oh, the wind is kind of blowing this way. Or, oh, that's an interesting tidbit that I know something about. I'll... I'll look at that. Yeah. So I don't know if I can say that like, oh, something will come out of it or not. Um, I'm just trying to, again, like I'm trying to meet that thesis of finding motivated people and people who are motivated to solve the, solve problem, big problems or problems they have. So we'll see where that goes. Yeah, I would, my gut is like, I, I'd like to test something. Like once I've found something, I'd like to test it right away. Like, mm-hmm. Like the, the smallest test possible, just to see whether, and then and then you can move on. But then hope because sometimes these tests take time. You know, if you throw up a landing page, it's, it's going to take time to see if there's any traction. Yeah. Or you even if you ask a question on Reddit, like you know, it, it might take time before people answer. So you can move on to to the next one. But yeah, yeah. So um, I guess if I were going to think about how to do a test for something like this, I would say either, I could see two tests maybe of um, per, like, I don't know, like, like this combination of like personal finance and uh, but like bud, budgeting, budgeting app, um, DI, yeah, DIY, personal finance. Because I bet you that's how people who don't use like something like Mint or YNAB, or there's so many of these personal finance apps. Oh my God. Um, they probably really, they probably see themselves as DIY. Um, so yeah. And like, how can I, how can I test something like that? Most of the time when I think of tests, I think of paid ads, like running paid ads against like different subreddits or something like that. Um, just to see if I can get people to click and sign up for a beta or something. Well, I, I don't know. I mean, you, you just said you were looking for people with problems who are motivated to solve them. Mm-hmm. So, like in this case, you found people. You think they have a problem. Yes. <laughs> right? Because you think like, wow, this is so inefficient. Like, mm. um, so you might want to validate whether they see it as a problem. And then... Are they motivated to solve it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's a great point. Yeah, because right now I've like I've messaged a couple. So in stretching my legs of just like sending smiley faces and stuff like that, <laughs> I've been every time I come across a subreddit, a, a post on a subreddit or a web uh, a webflow, uh, a Facebook post or something like that, I'm always like, wow, this looks great. Do you do this manually? Like, or you know, right. just trying yeah, to follow exactly. up and engage no, no, with people. That, that's a perfect example, yeah. Yeah. And they say yes? I have not gotten any answers yet. Okay. Because I'm looking for recent threads. So, like, yeah, in the next, in the last 60 days. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, what do you think is the easiest possible test here? Is it engaging with people and, and figuring out if it's a, a huge pain for them? Or is it... Well, I mean, that, that, was, a, that was good what you did. Like, to ask them. Like, you know, try to start a conversation. Like, are you doing this manually? Like, mm. uh, yeah, but then if, but yeah, if the threads are too old and 
they're not going to see the notification or it's, you know, they're not interested anymore in the subject. <laughs> They've moved on. Yeah. You're probably just not going to get good data on, yeah. on an old thread. So you could start your own. So you start your own, like, tell the story. Like, hey, I, I, I want to track, you know, I want to track my finances in Notion and mm. I started doing it, but oh my God, the data entry was tedious. So, so I wrote this small script that imports it from, from a CSV file. Like, mm. would anybody be interested in trying it out? Oh, yeah, that's a great point. So, you know, like, you, you've expressed a problem and now you're offering a, a free, it's a free solution though, but still, that, that, I mean, I think free is popular on Reddit and Hacker News. Yeah. So then you can see how many people take you up on that offer. It's like, yeah, like I, yeah, I, you know, I downloaded all my financial transactions as CSV files. If I could easily import them into, into my Notion or, I mean, I don't even, I, I have no idea. I don't use Notion that much. I don't even know. Maybe Notion already has a CSV import and, yeah, I need to look a little bit more into it because um, I know that they have an internal database that they do a lot. Like some of the questions around Notion are pretty crazy. Like people are like, oh, I want to be able to do, I want to display data like this. And they're like, I have like five tables and I want to build a view. I'm like, Jesus Christ, like <laughs> yeah. y'all are sophisticated. <laughs> like this is, I've built enterprise apps that are less sophisticated than this. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty cool. Well, and like how savvy people actually are. Like, yeah. in my mind, I'm like, oh, yeah, I mean, not everyone's a developer. It's not going to be like this. And they're like, oh, yeah, I've got this like composite key and this and that. And like, oh, my God, <laughs> you, you're a power user. I underestimate people. But yeah, it's also amazing how many, I, I don't know if it's a, I don't know if it's like a design exercise. Like the number of Notion templates out there is crazy. Uh, I don't. Yeah, so I'm not sure if it's a ton, if, if the if it's a, a blank canvas that a lot of designers are trying to like play with, or if there's a lot of people who are really into um, productivity and they're like, I have to productize every category of my life, so I'm creating Notion templates for everything. I, it's it's very interesting. Yeah, I mean, I know I know my daughter has like has found templates to like how to how to manage her school work and oh, yeah. schedule and. Yeah, there's some, there's some yeah. wild shit. It's it's interesting. I I had uh, I had an experience this week that's sort of related to this. This like personal finance. Mm. Like I I keep a spreadsheet where uh, every year I do like a balance sheet of my assets and liabilities, and and then I'm able to calculate my net worth and I can see how is it trending. Is it you know make sure it keeps trending up like I'm doing. Well. I'm progressing towards my financial goals. Yeah. Um, and, but then I was like, you know, like this spreadsheet is like, it's okay. It's, it's like, it's doing the job, but it's, you know, if I could make this into a web app, then I could have like a lot more charts, like mm. dynamic charts. It's kind of limited what you can do in a spreadsheet. Mm. Well, at least I don't have the skills, <laughs> but I can write a web, a web app that can do it. So, sure. <laughs> so then I was, hey, and then, why not? I could even offer it for free for other people. And since I'm doing, building it for myself anyways, like they could, I could just let other people use it for free. And then if it gets traction, then I can figure out how to monetize it. Mm-hmm. So, you know, as that was just a, just a little idea that I had, but then I decided, well, maybe this already exists, right? Like, so I started searching for it and yeah, I found some, some apps for like iPhone and Android. Mm. But it's like, I don't want an app on my fucking phone. Like I want, I want it in my browser. I want to be able to have like charts, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, you know, I want the big screen and I have a dashboard. <laughs> we're old, so, yeah. we're old guys, man. Like <laughs> exactly. We, we, we want to work on a computer. Yeah. No, <laughs> like I don't, I, I don't understand why. People <laughs> want this stuff on their phone. I don't know. So yeah, so so I had so I looked around and, and sure enough, I did find a few. So it already exists. It's already out there. Some of them offered to go get to go fetch your data right for your bank and from your. But like I was like, my reaction is like, no way am I giving you my my credentials. Like, mm-hmm. 
No well, I mean, way. Do they do it through um, through a third party, or like, do you host it yourself and like you put your crashes uh, into the script? No, no. These are these were all web apps. Okay. So so yeah, I don't know how they're doing it. I <laughs> the puck stopped there. Like I didn't didn't look any further. It was like a big nope. Mm-hmm. And so then I found some that don't. And, and that's what I was thinking of building. But, but then even then, like I was thinking, hmm, do I really want to put my personal data on someone else's server? <laughs> right? It's, it's amazing when like, when you're thinking of building it yourself, you're like, wow, other people might use this too. And then when I just try to find a solution out there, then all these objections come up, right? Well, do I really want to put my financial data in someone else's database? Mm-hmm. What are they doing with this data? And <laughs> yeah, it's uh, at least for me because <laughs> I, I ran into this with F bars of just like because I was as I was writing it, I'm like, wow, Plaid, Plaid has a lot of control here. I hope they don't fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, but at least for me, like I was like, oh yeah, I don't even want this data. Like, I just want to do the, I want to do the, the thing. I, I, I just want to do the thing and then I want to delete literally everything because I don't want to be in charge of any of this. Um, so I, I very much was just like, everything was a stream. It's like, give me the stream. I process the stream. I don't, I don't, I don't save anything. I save a final balance and that's it. But right. I, I agree with you. Like, the providers themselves have quite a lot of power. Uh, and I, and I'm sure, you know, these, these, these objections I had were unjustified, but it, it was just eye-opening that mm. all of a sudden I'm on the other side and I'm finding all these reasons not to sign up to these free services. Yeah. <laughs> really, so really, all that said is that I just wanted to build something, like because I love building shit. Of course. <laughs> so yeah, I have to really be careful not mm. to fall in those rabbit holes. <laughs> and they happen all the time. <laughs> They, oh my god, that's the problem when you can build. Everything yeah. looks fun. But seriously, like, look, look out there. How many fucking to-do lists are there, right? A quadrillion. <laughs> it's like a gazillion. Yeah. Like, a few months ago, I went to play poker and chatting with someone at the table. And yeah, what do you do? So when I tell them what I do, like, oh, cool. That's what I'm trying to do. I'm, I'm building this app right now. And yeah, what's the app? It's a to-do list. Uh. <laughs> And I'm like, okay, that, that's cool. Cool, man. <laughs> but like, oh my God, first of all, you're building it in the app store. Like, how are you going to get exposure? Like, it's, it's going to be buried with a million other to-do lists. It's like, so why aren't you using these other to-do lists? Oh, they're not doing exactly what I want. Well. I mean, maybe he'll be the one. Maybe. I could be wrong. There could be a gazillion other people out there that want exactly the to-do list that he's building. He's going to crack the code. But the question is, how are they going to find it? Yeah. Yeah, distribution of something like that. I mean, maybe he's a productivity guru. Mm, no. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, I'm really trying to help him, to help this guy. He's a developer that wants to become an indie hacker. Hmm. So, yeah. I'm... These are my mornings right now, and I agree with you. It's like figuring out how to run a test with any of this is the is like where I I guess that's the next step. It's like what can I I'm I'm gathering information so that I can run a so I can begin running a test. And at least right now, I'm trying to chat with people to see who'll chat back. Um, and I'm also looking for areas to investigate. Honestly, like what, one of the meditations I had at the library was you know like my wife runs a business. And I feel like I, you know, we talk about it so much that I, I have like a lot of the inner workings of what are your top threes and are your top three concerns for the business and other things. And it's funny, like I, even there, I, I have trouble thinking up like not problems, but definitely solutions of like, you know, like recruiting is always hard. I mean, that's, I, I consult with recruiters because like recruiting is difficult and hiring technical people is hard and competitive and the stakes are high. And I just don't really have ideas for how to how to help these people. But yeah, this is definitely on my mind as well. Recruitment is another big area. Um, yeah, and then the, the other one that I would love that I actually have a weird 
hard time with, and maybe you have insight onto this, is developers. It was like, I'm thinking like, where do developers go to talk about the problems they have? And it's like, because most of the time it's very content sherry. Like, oh, I, oh, a new version of Java is coming out. Oh, there was a bug or log4j or this or that. Um, I, I don't often see a lot of discussion, but I guess like that maybe that's what Stack Overflow is. When people are like, I want to, I have a problem, a technical problem I want to get to the bottom of. But like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, discussions. Well, I mean, isn't that what Hacker News is? My, I don't know, my opinion of Hacker News is that it's mostly developers working or wanting to work for Fang. Mm. Yeah, maybe. I, I don't know. It feels like, like five, ten years ago, it was, it was mostly founders. Now it seems to be only developers. Yeah, there's definitely a heavy tech bias, that's for sure. Well, like, deep tech. Of, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, sometimes, um, it, it's funny, like, a lot of the discussions that I have, like, when you say it happens on Hacker, Hacker News, the discussions I tend to think of are, it, it's interesting. When I think about developer problems, a lot of the things that come to mind for me are people problems. Um, I'm not satisfied at my job. Why don't I feel fulfilled? Why is my boss an asshole? <laughs> 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 Things like this. <laughs> um, I don't often see... Maybe, maybe that's a, a, a problem with the way that I view things. I go in with a lens of like, can't wait to see these people complain about shit. But like, I'm not thinking about... I'm not thinking about their problems the way that I am when I go on Reddit, for example. Well, you, you know developers. Like, you could start a podcast interviewing developers. Developer problems. <laughs> Every week you interview a developer. Hmm. Uh, first of all, you could see that that might help you discover where developers... Well, first of all, are developers interested in listening to developer problems? Hmm. Yeah, it's a good what question. Kind, what kind of problems they have and maybe even where they hang out. Hmm. Yeah, there was, a, there was a podcast that I listened to a while back. I had to stop listening to it, but it was... Uh, Oh crap! I've already forgotten the name. Software Engineering Daily. Okay. And I had to stop listening to the, the guy's. Honestly, he's incredible. He's actually an ex poker player, which is crazy. The host. Um, but yeah, he like reads up on all these different technologies, and then he like reaches out to people to be like, talk to me about how Uber uses Kafka and like crazy, crazy stuff. And uh, and like the episodes are like an hour, and they come out every day. I don't know how he does it. Um, I had to unsubscribe, unsubscribe after a while because it just I just got so much FOMO from not doing crazy <laughs> esoteric yeah. stuff. I was like, man, I gotta, I gotta not do this. Yeah, I don't like that stuff. Also, because because of that, I, I'm too curious. So, like, you start telling me about about Kafta, then I'm gonna be fuck. I need to find out how this thing works. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And then by the time I'm like. I'm, you know, only ankle deep into it. You show me another one. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, now I have to find out how, how, uh, whatever, Apo- Apache had Hadoop. Like, yeah. <laughs> how does that work now? Yeah, there's so. Oh my god. Yeah, there's so much of it. But yeah, it's 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 interesting to to think about something like that and how it fits. Um, but yeah, it's. I guess relating back to problems is true. Like maybe that's what it is. Like I need to like reach out to people and interview them in more of an inner, like under the guise of the podcast. It's just like, oh, right. yeah, how's, no. how's shit with cube going? <laughs> like what's the problem with Kubernetes? <laughs> Cause you, you say you love, you love developers. You like talking to people. Mm. Maybe that's, that's, that's an easy, easy thing to do. Mm. It's a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we might have just found something that's, that's by a, accident. <laughs> that's a good idea. <laughs> and we already have a transistor account. There you go. You can have unlimited podcasts on. Yeah, because I, I personally, I always have. Uh, I, I think career stuff is very interesting. Like how people wind up where they are is super interesting. Because um, those roads are so rarely straight. Uh, so even if there was a little bit of that in there, that'd be kind of. Uh, Kind of cool. It, yeah, it might work. Like, I don't know if you spend time on Hacker News, you, you see there's like a lot of angry people <laughs> that want to be heard. Right? 
And yeah. I think the solution for them is therapy, not a podcast. <laughs> but maybe. Maybe I'm wrong about that. <laughs> maybe that's the plot twist. Exactly. This is therapy. This is this is an interesting idea. I need to spend some more time thinking about this because I love talking to people. It's like how can I come up with uh, how can I make interviewing developers a thing that that I can do to get people and get people to listen to it. Like I wonder what developers yeah. want to hear about. Well, that's it. Like here. the thing is, it's first of all, like you're already doing it. Like you already know how to podcast. You already know how to do the the editing of the podcast and the publishing mm-hmm. of it and and. It, it doesn't take that much time. Like, mm. you know, schedule a, a one-hour call with someone. and mm. So you could do one a week and and, and still do indie hacking mm-hmm. on top of that, right? Like, totally. Just do that, but then continue to, to to search the web for people that have problems that are motivated to fix them. Mm. And But through the podcast, you might discover more things about developers. Mm. And the podcast is also going to help you work on your marketing. Shit, man. This is a pretty good idea. This is a pretty good idea. <laughs> a new podcast is born. Exactly. And at that moment, it was born. Yeah, because, I mean, that would give me a great chance to leverage my network, too. And just, like, talk to, like, reconnect with people. Yeah. Fuck, exactly. man. That's pretty, that's pretty interesting. And actually, that's, like, crack for devs. Because, like, especially to think, like... I would love to hear more about um, like how game game developers work. Right. I don't know shit about their lives. Like what? Like what's your like to? It'd be pretty interesting to be like, oh, like tell me about what you do, and then um, like oh yeah, like what what's bug what bugged you yesterday? And to be like, oh, build times are the fucking worst because I have heard builds for games are terrible, and it's like somebody broke the build, and it's like oh, tell me about that. And just to like, just to get a bit of empathy for that, like, I mean, I'm sure other devs would be interested in that. Yeah, I know, exactly. Yeah, and you could search around a bit to see, are there any other developer podcasts out there? Mm. Just so you can find, how's yours different? Yeah. Uh, But you could easily find your first eight posts, your first eight guests, like, just with your personal network. Oh, easily. Easily, easily. Exactly. And for each one, you could, at the end, like ask them to refer you to someone else. That's exactly how I would do it. So now you have 16. Yeah. <laughs> You're 16 first episodes. And eventually, once you have listeners, then, yeah, perfect strangers might reach out like, to be interviewed. Oh, I was like, what's perfect strangers? I don't know about this. Is that an app? <laughs> <laughs> Are they VC backed? Yeah. <laughs> Okay, I need to put a little bit of thought into this. Either way, this could just be fun conversations. Well, I mean, like, you know, I want, be, I want it to, I, I know how to edit. I can turn it into a podcast. But it's kind of cool to think, like, oh, yeah, how do you, uh... at the very least, I get to catch up with some people I haven't spoken to in a while. Right, exactly. And, and it would build momentum, right? Mm-hmm. Here's something I'm doing every week, and, and it's all yours. Like, the, this podcast is, is half yours. <laughs> Right, but here, like, it would be completely your responsibility to do everything. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Okay, I I don't want to run with this, actually. (laughs) And you still think you'd still be able to do some, like, continue to do what you're doing now? Like, do your maker time schedule and ideas? Yeah, I think so. I mean, I I think the reality of all of this is... um, when you're, I mean, when there's a guest, you need to find time for the, you have to find a time that works for the guest. Right. Um, but, you know, I mean, it's scheduling, scheduling's hard, but it's, it's a constraint and I'm flexible. I can work in the morning instead of in the evening or, you know, whatever. Um, and that would help me at least identify a little bit more like what people are looking for. That would, that would help me, well, again, like, where, which direction is the wind blowing? See, it's the question I'm trying to answer right now. And I think, like, you know, I can continue to do research. I can continue to, um, I can continue to grow my understanding of which direction the wind is blowing in it, um, by doing my own research as well as doing this. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. 
do it. <laughs> On it. It's that easy. It's that easy, ladies and gentlemen. It's that easy. <laughs> okay, cool. I'm going to take some time and think about that. Yeah, because I'd like to do some research into what already exists. And because I definitely, yeah, I, I'd like it to be bite-sized. It'd be really cool if okay. I could fit it into like under 25 minutes would be fantastic. Um, okay. Who are you? Where, where, like, where did you get to where you are? I'm, I'm just thinking like if I had a perfect vision for this, it's like, all right, um, is this a person who is working in gaming and has only ever worked in gaming? Um, did they like, did they have a midlife crisis and become an artist? And now they only, now they work in gaming after a lifetime in banking. Um, Maybe they were an academic and they made their way into banking. Like, I don't know. I've got like a big enough network that I can like talk to a bunch of these different people to get an idea. And then like to be like, all right, cool. Well, like, let's talk about like, what are you working on right now? And how can I take that and make it interesting? Because I'm basically an interviewer. So to just be like, all right, yeah. Like, tell me like, oh, what's what's bugging you right now? What's hard? Oh, yeah. you're, it's your build or it's your... I mean, like if people complain about their boss on podcast, they have balls of steel. <laughs> I would never do that. But, um, but I don't know, like maybe it's literally like velocity is really hard or I, I don't know what people, it's whatever people are willing to say. Or you could just have an anonymous podcast. <laughs> where, where the guest is anonymous. That. <laughs> and they can just blow up some steam shit right like, uh, that, oh yeah I'm, I'm a game developer in montreal yeah how many game shops are there in montreal there's like a dozen many yeah oh man that's interesting too <laughs> to, <laughs> tell, be... tell us about your pointy hair pointy hair boss pointy hair boss oh my god <laughs> I can just imagine calling, like, <laughs> like just calling out your coworkers for being assholes or something like that. That would be fucking crazy. Like, if you could do it in a way where it wasn't awkward, where it wasn't really awkward, it's just like, oh, this guy has just gone off the deep end. But where it's like entertaining in a, uh, entertaining in a, I can't believe he just said that sort of sort of way, like that. Could it would be fun. The, the only problem is then you can't ask them to sp- spread the podcast in their in their network, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or maybe you can't even ask them to re- refer you someone else afterwards. Mm. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's a good point, actually. That might kill the... They'll figure it out. Oh, wait. That means they were on the episode. Yeah. Wait a second. They were talking about me. Yeah, I always had a... Uh... I, I had a, I used to do a lot of theater and stuff like that. And I took a few writing classes and a piece that I always wanted to write was, I always thought it'd be funny to do like America's next top programmer. Okay. <laughs> and I, I thought it'd be really funny to have like, you bring on like guest judges for the week and just have them be like, um, uh, like character caricatures of themselves. Like, have you ever seen extras? No, uh, no, actually, I have. Okay, well, it, it, like they bring all these actors and they just give them personas. Like Ian McKellen, the guy who played Gandalf in The Lord of the Rings, he's like, Pete, when Peter Jackson approached me to to be Gandalf, I told him, Peter, you know I'm not a wizard, right? <laughs> right? Like, it's just, it's ridiculous. Um, and it, it's something like that, but have to bring on, like, Jeff Atwood from Stack, from Stack Overflow or Coding Horror and to just fucking just lay into people like i kill oh, you can't believe you 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 didn't drop down into assembly for this you're the worst or like to have bjorn strostrup come on and just like fucking old man just unload on a kid i think that'd be so funny you're using tabs unacceptable <laughs> but yeah anyway Lots of ideas. Okay, cool. This is interesting. I think I might run with this. I have to figure out what it looks like unique to me, but I think that that's cool. Yeah. Yeah, so like you're saying, if you want it to be short, mm. that mean, I think that means a lot more prep. Yeah. Like more back and forth emails about mm. what they're going to talk about and 
what you'd well, like to focus on, right? Yeah. I, I, oh, well, I really want to focus about, you know, how you got the job, the interview and uh, dealing with HR and the head, the recruiter. Yeah. Yeah. Cause like, I mean, I, I, another topic I find really interesting is like, how do you hire people? So it's just like to have a dev come on and be like, oh yeah. So like, how do you, you're asked to interview somebody. Like, what do you do? Do you have a pool? Do you ask lead code questions? What are you looking for? What are you not looking for? I don't know. Just like, yeah, having a discussion about some of this stuff would be really interesting. <laughs> I think I would, I would like the uh, mystery guest episodes best. Oh, uh, why not? It'd be cool to throw some of that in. Like, just to be like, oh, yeah, I don't know. It's like, yeah, I, yeah, they don't tell you who they work for, but they just tell you how much of a shit show it is back there. Oh, yeah. So I work for a social network. I can't say the name, but it it rhymes with Acebrook. <laughs> and we are very much trying to take over the world. Yeah. <laughs> the CEO believes that he is Julius Caesar. <laughs> okay, cool. Uh have some updates on this next week cool do you have anything else or should we call it quits yeah let's call it all right sweet cool uh if you like the show we want to hear from you uh leave us a rating on itunes spotify startup to something uh and hope to hear from you next week <laughs>